Bird Show. Hi, Mo's got an email here. She meets the soulmate. All right, everything's great, but she's got needs. Woman's got needs. Still wants to be out there getting frisky with other people. Can it work? Dear Bird Show, I feel like I've met my soulmate. We met online, and when we met in person, everything felt so natural. It was like I'd known him all my life. We have a ton in common, love spending time together, and are able to talk about anything. We've been dating for about a year and have even declared our love for each other. But since we are so honest with each other, he has also shared that he is not ready to be exclusive. He still wants to sleep with other people. He says that he feels like I'm his forever person, but just right now, just not right now. Am I being played? What should I do? Sincerely, lonely soul. If he really loved you, he wouldn't want to sleep with other people. It's that simple. If he really loved you and you were the one, he would not want to sleep with other people. You're being used. I can't disagree with that. It's tough to disagree with that. I Especially mean, if you're calling it soulmates. Yeah. I mean, timing is just as important as pretty much anything else sometimes it when it comes to meeting somebody. And this maybe he's just not in that place. And he does, maybe he can, he can love her, but he's just not, he doesn't love her enough to commit fully to her and only her. Either way, if you can't deal with that, that's a problem. Yeah, you better check your Spotify Wrapped again because you were the number one most played this year. Oh, hey, yo. check out Abby. Check her out. Yeah, yeah, he's absolutely using this as a line to keep you around. He's stringing you along by saying, "Well, we're we're soulmates. Men will say anything to get into bed." So I I think you need to realize for this is this is him trying to play you. You got to get out of this. Okay. Uh, I just want to play devil's advocate just for the sake of debate because this is such a slam dunk, right? Godspeed. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm a douchebag attorney. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm representing this guy. So what if he's honest and says, look, here's what I know is that I feel a connection with you. We are meant to be together. But I also know that I am not the kind of person that will be satisfied sleeping with just one person. And he's completely honest about it does that change or tweak it at all if you're if you're okay with that then yeah if you're not then bye deuces I, kick I, rocks i agree i don't see anything wrong with that if that's truly how he chooses to live his life that is his prerogative but that comes down to if she can handle that and if she can handle it nothing wrong with it but if she can't he's telling you exactly what he is and exactly what he wants you can't be mad at him mm-hmm. for being honest now you have to decide what you can yeah. tolerate he yeah. says that he feels like i'm his forever person but just not right now. Come on! <laughs> right. Are you serious? Why are you looking at me like I wrote it? <laughs> I gotta be mad at somebody. Oh, because I'm the attorney and I'm, I'm representing the D-bag. Um, yeah, he, you're getting played. And it's every stereotypical and cliche line that there is. Yeah, 100%. There's a way to do ethical polyamory, but to me, backing you into a corner and saying that we're soulmates, but then saying we're soulmates, but we're not soulmates enough to just sleep with you for the rest of my life, yeah. that to me feels very manipulative. But is she really getting played if he's being honest? Because mm-hmm. I feel like he would actually be playing her if he was lying to her. Yeah, He's, a, he's, he's being honest with her. He's mm-hmm. being very forthcoming, so I don't feel like he's playing her. He's just telling her what he wants his life to look like. No, because he's pulling the soulmate card. And to me, yeah. a soul 
soulmate is two halves of a whole. And you you apparently have a lot of holes. I got a lot of hole jokes there, but I'm gonna, it's too early. <laughs> Maybe he's not playing her, but he's not being honest with himself and he's not being honest with her. Yeah. Like, I think you're just, you're, you're taking advantage of a situation and you're taking advantage of somebody that is obviously deeply in love with you. So y'all don't feel like a person can love someone genuinely as a person, but just have the desire to sleep with multiple people and not just one person. I don't think that that would be possible. Mm-hmm. My dad, I mean, confessed to me that he was fine with it. Honestly, when I turned 21, he just kind of felt like, you know, it's time for us to be both friends. So I'm going to tell you a whole bunch of an idiot I am. Uh, and he used to tell me that he was cheating on my mom quite a bit, but he used to be able to separate it. He loved my mom, but he could have sex with other women and it didn't affect at all. I'm just not built that way. I Yes. The answer to your question is yes. But I feel like it is a minuscule fraction of the population because we get couples that come on here that are, you know, in um, their their relationships with multiple people and that works for them. But I feel like that is a very, very small fraction of the population. You know what I want to believe? I want to believe that if you're really in love with somebody, the thought of sleeping with somebody else disgusts you. Yeah. Mm hmm. That's I would. I, I want to believe that as well. I just I know that that's not a reality for everybody, but it should be like that for me. Yeah, some people are not monog- monogamous people, and they're mm-hmm. not in monog- monogamous relationships. We've had plenty of people call mm-hmm. up and fascinate us with what works for them, and I want to encourage everybody to figure out what works for for you. For our lonely soul that reached out, I don't think this is that situation for you. Okay, let's stick with this theme of finding a situation that works for you. Let me run one by you, okay? So I think when you go through a breakup, it's natural to start asking yourself, what is it you really want? What really fits you when it comes to a long-term relationship, right? So I've been doing a lot of thinking. And here is what I really believe in my heart. But I wonder if it's even possible. And maybe there is a couple out there doing this right now. But I think I might be a unicorn and I might be alone for the rest of my life if I can't find her. And it's this. Marriage does not scare me at all. Living together does not do anything for me. Is it possible To be married, I mean, if there aren't kids involved, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think once kids enter the picture, then it's a different um, formula. But is it possible to be married or to be in a long-term relationship and never live together? 1-855-VIRTUAL. Because I I kind of feel like, and I was reading this list online that I'm going to plan on breaking out for you guys next week, is like the five things that keep guys from getting married or staying in long-term relationships. And one of them really struck a chord with me. And that is like, sort of like the spark goes away, right? It just kind of goes away. And I'm wondering if sometimes if that happens with me in relationships, it's because we're living together and it's so routine that the newness of it just kind of wears off. And I'm the kind of person that just needs like to want to miss somebody in order to be in a healthy relationship. See, I think it's your mindset, right? And cohabitation is, uh, it's its strengthened our relationship. It, for me, it's not that the spark goes away. The spark evolves and it turns into a deeper roaring fire the more you are with somebody and it, it takes on different forms. 
I have not experienced it the same way you have. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, it I mean, certainly I, does get deeper. And then it, when you have kids, but now I'm talking about a situation where you don't have kids. Yes. But I would not say that it becomes a roaring fire. Okay. Well, what maybe, I would say it's a roaring fire in between, uh, in the beginning, and then it slowly starts to become so routine that it's just an ember. Okay. But it's still burning. <laughs> Yeah. But it just burns uh-huh. differently. Right. And so for me, I can I can say with sincerity that like my husband and I don't have the same spark that we did when we first started dating. Like I remember that hot and heavy and intoxicating and, you know, all that. But we're in, or at least I can, for speaking for myself, I'm intoxicated with him in a different way. So, okay, you and I are different here. So here's what I'm wondering, and I'm wondering if this is even a possibility. To be in a long-term relationship where you have that intoxication period you're talking about, Uh that wild kind of lust and love for each other, Mm -hmm. and it can be maintained like that over 20 years of time. And I don't think that that can work if you're living together. I don't think I'd want that. No? No. That that sounds exhausting. And that's a lot of sex. Uh, <laughs> maybe this is where we differ. <laughs> Very much. Uh, I, I think I'm a unicorn like like you, Bert, in that regard. I've I've every girl I've dated, I've brought that up as a like a possibility in the future and they've all thought I was crazy. But not living together? Yes. Like my uncle as uh he's been married for eleven years and they have two different homes. And I think one of the reasons it works for them is because they both had marriages prior that didn't work out for the same reason. So they've kind of just kept their homes and they've been happily married for 11 years like that living in two completely different homes and everybody thinks that they're crazy but I think it works for them and I see nothing wrong with it because for me I value the time I don't spend with my partner because I want to miss you. I like appreciate missing you. I think it's so hard to find two people that have the similar mindset there when it comes to space because I've known like three couples that have also done that and they're so happy. So happy because they're so alike in their need for space. And if that works for you, fantastic. That's nah. Don't work for you. No. Hey, Shelby, good morning. You're part of the Burt Show. Hi. Hey, how are y'all? Good. Thank you. Um, so my landlord, actually, him and his wife, I think they were both on their second marriage when they got together and they both had rental properties of their own. And they had their own properties. And when they got married, they never lived together. They just, I mean, I spent, they spend the night with each other here and there, but they don't live with each other. And it's worked. And, yeah, for like 30 years, I think. Okay. That's a pretty nice run. It is. That's a real nice run. Um, Here's Lisa to say that's not even marriage. Hey, Lisa, good morning. You're on the Burt Show. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I say no, because when you're married, you come together as one. So you're not coming together as one if you're residing in two different properties. I think people who do that, they just got married for legal purposes. But in the institution of what marriage represents, no, you're not really married if you are sleeping in two beds and have two separate lives at two different properties. So I say, no, that's not marriage. You're doing like marriage light. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I still think you can be one. You just don't have to be with each other for seven days a week. Exactly. Like marriage maybe means different things to different people, but I don't know. If being one means we are literally one person for the rest of my life, I, I, I want to sign up for that. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Now, have you discussed this with the lady that you're seeing right now? Yep. And is she down? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of people here that are doing it successfully. Good morning. Abby, you're on the Burt Show. Hi. Hey, good morning. So I've been married to my husband for 10 years. He um, 
got a job and, and moved him all the way to Seattle. We are in Atlanta. Um, for three and a half years, those were the best years of our marriage. He came back. Um, he's been back for, I guess, two years. Um, it's been very different because we noticed that we both need our space. I work in the hotel industry, so I will go and stay downtown for like a couple of days. Um, and then we meet back up. But like we noticed we need our space, so now we are turning our basement into my apartment. Oh, there you go. Okay. Not bad at it. All right. I mean, look at all these calls. Married seven, seven different times. Okay, we're not to take that one. <laughs> <laughs> we spend 18 days a month apart. Things are great. My uncle did this. Yes, gotta be. My aunt's going on 33 years of marriage, never lived together. So I guess it's possible, but oh, to find two sure. people with the same mindset, that's the difficult part. That's tough. It's the Burt Show. The Burt Show.